Hello and welcome to the Vision Board Blueprints. Vision boards are more than just sticking pictures on a board. This podcast will take you through the tools that you need to bring those visions to reality. Welcome to the Vision Board Blueprints, the podcast that gives you the blueprints to bring your dreams to reality. We have a very exciting uh, guest joining us this evening, all the way from the US of A. So this is our first international uh, guest on the show, which I am super excited about. Her name is Kristen, and she is going to be sharing with you all things around love. Hello and welcome, Kristen. I am very excited to have you here on the Vision Board Blueprints podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners today? Hello, Lisa. My name is Kristen McCarg. I am the Yogini Love and Dating Coach. I live in Colorado. I help women who are having a hard time finding and keeping love. Uh, Really, I like to help women find their soulmates. I am fearless in claiming that truth. I believe in soul love. I believe in deeper love. And so that's the mission that I'm on. I'm helping women tap into their innate feminine power to attract that supportive soulmate love into their lives, love that will last a lifetime. Amazing. It's it's so beautiful what you do because a lot of us as women, uh, we don't always feel loved. We don't always accept love for ourselves and therefore we struggle to give love. So if obviously a a woman was to come to you with regards to these, this self-love, how could you help them, Kristen? Mm -hmm. Oh, self-love. You know, I, I always kind of giggle to myself Uh, when we talk about self-love because it's like this big answer to our problems like if we could just love ourselves then we would actually attract the love that we desire so much of that has to do with self-worth you know and when I hear the word self-love and I imagine that we offer that as the answer to women um, who wants only love, it's sort of one of those feelings that in a way just makes your heart sink. It's like self-love. No, I want soulmate love. What are you talking about self-love? That's not what I want. I want to be seen. I want to be met. I want to be heard. I want to be held. I want to be loved deeply, right? So when we say self-love, well, how are we going to find that feeling that we get from love being loved by another? through self-love it almost seems you know in a way it almost seems a little disappointing uh the truth is without self-love we will really we will not be able to attract soulmate love and the uh, the journey of self-love is actually a, a joyful process but it's a practice and it's a learning to actually feel your touch 
the love that is in your own touch. So in yoga, I'm a, I, my background is in yoga, teaching yoga and Ayurveda. And that was one of the big practices for me to actually um, realize my self-sabotaging patterns in love. Uh, so many of us actually are blocking love and we don't even realize it. Uh, that so is so, feel- it's so true though, isn't it? So do you want to share a little bit, uh, Kristen, about your journey then and how you got to what, what you do now? Oh, I would love to. Well, let's talk about law of attraction okay. because I think it's amazing. And for me, that was a, a, a very particular awakening that I had. And it was it was over 10 years ago now. It was probably back in the early aughts. Uh, I saw the secret. I'm sure you're familiar. Everyone's familiar yes, with the yeah, secret. Yeah. The secret was life-changing for me. Uh, in the secret, they mentioned, um, if you want something and you don't have the resources to get it, just start pretending like you do. <laughs> and it, this seems so silly, but at the time, there was one thing that I really loved that made me truly happy, and that was the yoga pr- practice. And at the time, I mean, so long ago, but I literally just felt like I couldn't afford the punch card to go to yoga classes. And I saw the secret, and they said, go ahead and just start um, kind of paying yourself first. And and the money will come. It will like follow your action. So I said, okay, let's try it out. And I started buying these punch cards, even though I felt like I couldn't afford it. Now, the law of attraction is interesting because if you make a vote of confidence for yourself, uh, whether or not you have the resources, the, the way law of attraction works is things will start to show up in your life to support that move. But it's not always the way you think it's going to work, right? So I thought I was going to just start having more money, right? But what happened was when I invested, I showed so much devotion towards the studio that I was working in or practicing in that they let me uh, start cleaning in exchange. And I loved that studio and I took care of that studio. And and before long, the owners saw my devotion so I was getting free classes. Then the owners tell me, we see your devotion. Do you want to buy the studio? <laughs> I was like, buy the studio? Oh my gosh, how could I buy the studio? We couldn't even afford a punch card. I started finding uh, resources. I started reaching out to find partners. I managed to attract a business partner to buy the business with who had plenty of resources. So that led to this whole experience of owning a studio law of attraction. I was feeling so spiritually fulfilled, but in my life, I was like, there's something wrong. I can't attract love, real love. I'm almost 45 years old. Where's the love? Here I am in like a healthy, spiritual, uh, feeling good in my body and all these things. And yet I was attracting unhealthy relationships. So that's when I started to apply this law of attraction towards uh, myself, right? Self-love, law of attraction. What do you want? What do you believe? And uh, how can we start manifesting that? So, for example, you talk about vision boards. As a yogini, we make altars. It's kind of like a vision board. It's your way to communicate to the great spirit and ask. 
So I started to create a love altar. That is and beautiful. Put... That is so beautiful. Uh, and it's the same, obviously, someone would create a, a love vision board and I have created yes. them for clients in the past. Um, yes. So share that a little bit more about the love altars then. Um, they sound beautiful. Yeah, well, love altars are amazing. You can put different stones that have frequencies like rose quartz, which is the stone of love. And it just gives you that that energy of love. I put pictures of, and the, you know, you do this on a vision board, but I had these on my altar. I had a picture of a, a prince, you know, it was like a very romantic fairy tale uh, image of him holding the, the lady's hand and he was down on his knee and it just touched my heart. There are so many women out there that are jaded by the fairy tales we were fed when we were young and 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 they're kind of angry, I think. And yet I chose to say, when I look at that image, it sparks a feeling in me, a desire, something that is beyond words, it's deep. And so I put that on my my altar. It was like my shameless act, uh, ask. I was, I was unafraid to just say, this is something I want. Uh, I had pictures of hot guys like Adam Levine, with his sexy tattoos and yoga poses. <laughs> and that was inspiring to me. I had um, candles and, um, you know, images of, of two pairs together um, and just created that feeling of love in my altar. And then it, a big part of it is just letting go, just kind of being in a place of faith and trust uh, and saying, I'm cool with whenever this shows up just this is the energy that I'm really interested in attracting. That's a big part of it. I think with law of attraction, sometimes we get so frustrated using affirmations, you know, writing in our journal all day, and yet we're feeling like, well, where is it? Where is it? Um, it's that grasping that actually blocks the flow of what it is that we desire. So it's very much uh, of just being in that energetic place. So here's the self-love piece. There's a practice in yoga called Abhyanga and it's oiling the body. They also say that the hands are directly connected to heart energy, which is infinite in nature, unconditional love. So when we use warm oil, we heat the oil and we massage our body, that we're actually receiving love and feeling this love. And so often when we're single, we aren't getting the touch that we need. We aren't receiving the love that we need. It's amazing how powerful a conscious decision like this to make sacred time and space, to actually leave warm oil and, and love your body and actually circulate energy of your heart by putting your hands on your heart warms the heart energy opens the heart we have so much blockage around our heart from heartbreak in the past disappointment betrayal all of these things that we have to make that conscious choice to begin to soften the barriers and we can do this through touch through oil warm oil you know in yoga in ayurveda then the term for oil is sneha which means love so that was my first experience with really feeling self-love and enjoying it. 
So from so if there's ladies uh, listening to this today or gentlemen um, or other people, how do you like if they're in a relationship, do you help them be able to express their love more inside a relationship they're already in as well? Mm-hmm. Well, a big problem with relationships is. First of all, we don't always understand our partner our partner's needs, our partner's desires, our partner's wants. And that was a big piece for me, uh, going all the way to 45 and feeling so confused about love, so disappointed. I finally realized maybe I ought to read some of those books, Mars and Venus, you know, <laughs> start to really understand what is the, this feminine energy? What is divine feminine energy? What is masculine energy? How do men think? How do women think? What do men need? What do women need? You know, because we're totally different yeah. uh, creatures. Uh, and even in the, you know, anymore, it's not always a heterosexual relationship. But either way, for love to work, we have um, kind of one dominant force is attracted to another dominant force. It's those opposites that are pulled together because one has what the other needs. So even if it's two women or two men, one of them is going to be um, carrying more of the masculine energy or solar energy, we can call it, uh, or the other one is more the moon energy, the receptive energy. So that was a big piece for me to start to get really curious about that and understand that. Now, for relationships, what happens is uh, one of the partners might be carrying the masculine energy when the uh, the masculine wants to be the masculine. So there becomes this, you know, headbutting. There becomes all this challenge. Uh, a lot of women feel, have this understanding of feminine that it's, that there's no power there, that it's disempowered, that it's passive, that it's, um, you know, kind of in the backseat. And the truth, what I love about yoga and tantric philosophy is it speaks of feminine power as or as shakti, shakti energy, which truly means power. And that the, the masculine energy is like the structure that holds all of that creative, animated power of the feminine. And it's really, you know, so it's once we understand what's happening, then the power struggle dissipates and the two can coexist in beauty where we start to realize that the more we kind of claim the polarity that we are choosing, the more we support a, a thriving relationship for both. And the beauty is there is no hierarchy. You can't have one without the other. You know, it's like, well, it's two sides to the same coin. And once each partner respects that in the other and understands where, you know, what kind of energy they're bringing to the relationship, things start to flow. There's a flow and a beauty and uh, respect on one side and a cherishing on the other. And it's amazing because when the feminine energy is cherished, she feels respected. When the masculine energy is respected, he feels cherished. 
So it's like this interwoven beauty that happens uh, when we don't get stuck in the ego. <laughs> yes, it sounds like it is all coming together if ever, if people actually, you know, get on board with those um, energies that they they need they want to put out so if someone uh was wanting to find love or create more love in their life how could they do this with uh the use of a vision board because we're here for you yeah. know learning about vision boards so if they wanted to bring more love into their life through their vision board have you got any advice of what they could be looking for or what they could do yeah yeah well, that's, so we're speaking in terms of a vision board? Yes. So mm -hmm. if they wanted to put more love on that vision board or bring more love into their life um, or find yeah. a love, like you said, yeah. what could they start? Well, here's, oh, I would love to share this. Actually, I think this is a, this is a fascinating guide to love. Everything in, in the world is energy everything is energy and even though sometimes we don't really understand that because we see like a table as a very dense form of energy so we don't really think of it that way but everything really is vibrating and speaking to us in a way if we're willing to listen so there's two forms of energy and you can think about it if like as music it's either resonant or it's dissonant. So we have to be very clear on listening to our bodies. What are we feeling? If you follow the path of the radiant life force, that which resonates, you will naturally be guided into a state of health, into a state of beauty, into a place of love. So, the problem is we have this brain and we have this heart. The heart knows the way, but very often we don't trust the heart because we've been fed a lot of stories that tell us that we should be following someone else's path. But if we start to notice the places, the people, the colors, the food, the choices that we make that are supportive, that are energizing, that bring us innate joy, whatever that is, we can trust that path. It's the dissonance that we have to also start to pay attention to. Because so many of us, we see someone on the surface, we're like, oh, he, he or she has everything I need, you know, on paper. You know, they, they appear to be the person for me, but I'm often left feeling like I'm not enough or feeling inadequate or feeling like I'm too much or whatever it is. There's that sinking feeling and it's subtle, but it appears every now and then. That is a clear sign that we're headed down the wrong path, that we will not be attracting lasting love. If you follow your heart, if you follow your energy, you can trust that, and if you know what you want, that's another piece that's very important. Get clear on how you wanna be treated 
because that's more important than all the superficial stuff. That's the sustaining power of love. And settle for nothing less. Nothing less. I deserve to be treated well, to be treated, to be honored, to be listened to. Uh, and if you're in a relationship where you feel unmet, stop trying to stick the, the square peg into the round hole. Stop trying to change the other person. Focus your energy within and ask yourself, how can I become the person that I want to be with? How can I become the person that will attract the kind of person that I want in my life? So many of our thoughts and beliefs are limited and really coming from a scarcity consciousness. So we will stay with the wrong person because we're afraid to be alone for a while until the right person shows up. We have to be at home with ourselves, at home in this world. So the more we choose this path of joy, it will come. Build your altars, get clear on what you want, and trust that you're attracting everything that you want and need. So what would your three top tips be in to attract that epic love? Mm -hmm. Well, we've kind of covered them, but let's just clarify what they are. First of all, know what you want. This is a big step for me personally. Figure out what your non-negotiables are what you must have. Figure out what your deal breakers are. I will not settle for this. Uh, figure out, you know, come up with what's the cherry on top. If I could have all of this and even something a little bit more, what would that oh, I be? I like that. What's the cherry yeah. on the top? That's beautiful. Yeah, why not? That, I love you know, that. We're going to ask. And, and then, um, yeah, like have fun, just visualizing, feeling what your soulmate would look like and feel like to you. And it's okay to just kind of imagine a, a vision. I mean, you can imagine a dark haired person and still have a blonde soulmate show up. It's all good. It's just about kind of imagining and feeling and being held and not in your mind's eye. Uh, that is number one, know what you want, know how you want to feel. Uh, the second one is build your altars, whether it's a vision board that can be an altar in its own way. Uh, you, I don't know if your podcast is for listeners, but here we are on zoom. You can see I've got an altar behind me. So I put sacred images. I put stones. I put symbolic, uh, objects that speak to my soul. And whatever it is I'm calling in, you can write messages to yourself. I did a lot of that too, like little notes to self, right? To kind of take those conscious thoughts and put them in front of you to catch yourself uh, when you least expect it and send those messages into your mind. Have you ever done that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially if you're single, it's awesome because you, you may have your place where you can just put those notes on your refrigerator or above your dinner table, you are enough. You are worthy of love. I am worthy of love, right? Yes. So creating those altars, writing those notes to self, um, putting just little objects that you can hold, like a, a rose quartz in your pockets. You're always 
radiating that love. I'm a rose seeking... quartz on your wrist, like myself. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Uh, and then the third thing, be love. Now, I mentioned that so many of us are caught up in scarcity consciousness. So if we keep running into people that are turning us off and making us feel upset because nobody is worthwhile, no good person is left, you know, all the good ones are taken, all of those beliefs that we have, we need to change our mindset. Because if all we see is the negative, we are going to, that's our focus. In yoga, we call it drishti, where you put your focus, that's where your energy goes. Law of attraction, you're focusing on the negative, you're attracting negative because yeah. you're becoming that. Now, if you say, I'm going to shift my mindset, every person I see, talk to and meet, I'm going to see if I can't pick out one thing about that person that I really admire. That's beautiful. Then we start to actually kind of fill the um, the bank, the re reserves with like positive, joyful gratitude. I see beauty wherever I go. I see beauty in you. You may not be my soulmate. They may not be here yet, but I'm choosing beauty now. I'm choosing to be love. And that's heart opening. That softens our face. It opens our pores. It connects us to life. And it allows us to open up to the energy of love. Yeah. So if anyone is listening to this who does want that more love in their life or to attract that new love in their life, then allow love in, allow yourself to open up to love. And Kristen has shared some lovely experiences of her own journey through um, learning to love herself, opening up to love and some great tips to help you get started in allowing love to come to you. So Kristen, would you like to leave the listeners um, and viewers today on one thing that they could take away with? Well, one thing that you can take away, this universe is built on love. Sometimes it's hard to see, but we can see it in just the opposite energies in all things, the sun and the moon, um, masculine, feminine, uh, you know, on and on. Now, you can't have one without the other. It wouldn't be this world that we're in. And so just as you exist, your match, your perfect match exists. It's a matter of getting to that place within that you are ready to receive that love so trust that your soulmate is out there and divine timing will bring you that love when you are ready so instead of seeking outside yourself constantly turn your awareness within and start to love yourself, love this place, love this moment, love all of the things in your life. And you will be preparing yourself for your soulmate. That's the true journey. Turning inward, not outward. Healing your heart. Forgiving those who have betrayed you or disappointed you. Starting to see from a higher place. And really living in faith 
and trust that this is a living, conscious, benevolent universe. Start to seek proof and evidence everywhere. That's lovely. So I could actually listen to you all day talk about love because it's such a powerful topic. It is such an incredible thing what you do to help people. So if the listeners or viewers wanted to come and find you, the details of where they can will be in the show notes. Uh, But you want to give a brief um, outline of where they could find you? Well, yeah, I am all over the place. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I have a wonderful group for women on Facebook called the Savvy Soul Sisterhood for women attracting epic love. We do live streams like this on there full of great topics that uh, would interest anyone who wants to attract, attract epic love. So you're welcome to join us there. Uh, I also have a really fun quiz it's yep, I've got the details women. for that so I'll send yeah. put that in the the show notes as well so it has been absolutely beautiful to have you on Kristen and to hear all about the love energy that you are giving out to this world which is absolutely needed that we need more love in this world and you are a beautiful person to share that um so it's been lovely to have you and I will pop your details in the show notes And if anyone does want to come and find you, they will be able to find you straight away. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lisa. I appreciate you holding space for me to share this message with the world. Oh, you're very welcome. How beautiful was that session from the lovely Kristen? That loving energy is so important. So start loving yourself today to attract that beautiful love that you deserve. Thank you so much for listening to the Vision Board Blueprints podcast. Anna runs direct selling success where she trains and mentors network marketers and direct sellers to grow and scale their teams and sales without the spam. If you're in the direct selling industry, go follow her on her socials where she shows you how to sell and recruit simpler and quicker, in a way that's fun and authentic. You can follow Anna by checking the show notes for her details.